0: People, local stories. This is the all local on KNX 1070 News Radio.
1: This is Southern California's only 24-hour local news and traffic station, KNX 1070 News Radio. Good morning. I'm Bob Brill. Our top local stories: LA City Council is set to make some changes to its new law requiring proof of vaccination to get into many LA businesses like gyms and hair salons, indoor restaurants, and the like
0: the L.A. City Council is scheduled to look at tweaking the ordinance to require proof of vaccination for only those 12 and older, instead of everyone who's now eligible for the COVID vaccine, which also includes kids between the ages of 5 and 11. Paul Koretz is an L.A. City Councilman. He says they'll hold off on that for a while. It will probably be
1: a little more difficult because we know small children are less likely to get seriously ill from it, but they are definitely capable of spreading it to their relatives. The
0: City Council is also poised to ease the burden on shopping centers, which often have many entrances, requiring them instead to post signs about proof of vaccination and warning people that they're subject to spot checks instead of having the malls check every person who walks in every door. John Baird. KNX 1070 News Radio.
1: A judge has denied an application by the L.A. City Firefighters Union over a temporary restraining order preventing enforcement of a COVID mandate. The judge said there's no immediate need for it, but did schedule a hearing on December 2nd on whether a preliminary injunction should be issued. City employees must show full proof of vaccine compliance by the end of the workday on December 18th or face possible termination. The union warned of staffing shortages and poor labor relations if the TRO was not issued. And L.A. leaders want to keep large companies from making the local housing crisis worse. The uh, City Council will consider a motion today by Council President Nuri Martinez that's aimed at preventing tech companies and equity firms from purchasing single family housing as investments. If the motion is passed, it could help keep affordable homes in reach of potential buyers. Voting underway on a new contract between the 60,000 member IATSE Union and the major Hollywood studios. The voting will end Sunday, and results are expected on Monday. LA Times reporter Anusha Sakui tells Canex that pay increases seem to be overshadowed by demands for better working conditions on film sets. Yeah, you know, many are happy with the proposal. You know, some of the union leadership have called it the best contract they've ever seen. Um, it includes things like uh, 54 hours guaranteed weekend rest, which they did. You know, they didn't have any guaranteed rest or weekends before, and that puts an end to a big thing called. Uh, Saturdays, which is when fr- Fridays just sort of bleed into the Saturday, and uh, crews found that they they really only had one day off a week. But some union members say the contract doesn't go far enough, that the grueling 14-hour workdays on the set would continue without guarantees of meal or rest breaks. Political landscape of California about the change as a result of the loss of a congressional seat. The census took a seat away from the state, and the redistricting to accommodate that is likely to make some areas more competitive for both Republicans and Democrats. An example says Politico's Jeremy White, Orange County. It looks like it makes things a little more difficult. Congresswoman Katie Porter, a Democrat who has really um, sort of gotten a lot of national attention since first winning the seat in 20, 20- This map would slice away some of uh, the more liberal parts of her district, like the city of Irvine, make it a little tougher for her. Uh, conversely, uh, Congresswoman Michelle Steele, a Republican who similarly has recently claimed this seat, would get some of that more Democratic area, and so... Uh, potentially see a little bit more competitive of a seat. That's his interpretation of the latest map from the commission just out. But there's a lot to be done before it's final next month. Dick Helton, Kennex, News 70 Radio. There is potentially radioactive dust in the air in the San Fernando Valley after the U.S. Department of Energy demolished a building at the highly contaminated Santa Susana field lab. The building was part of a complex used to develop nuclear reactors, and NBC4 reports that it might not be the first time radioactive dust and ash has traveled to nearby neighborhoods. A peer-reviewed study found that the 2018 Woolsey Fire took some of that material as far as Thousand Oaks, which is nine miles away. One suspect has been killed, another wounded, in a shooting involving a sheriff's deputy at a gas station in the City of Commerce. L.A. County Sheriff's spokeswoman Grace Madrano tells KNX this happened just before 4 this morning at the station on Whittier Boulevard.
0: One suspect was struck by gunfire and was transported to a local hospital. The deputy did sustain facial injuries and was also transported to a local hospital.
1: Sheriff's Department says the deputy was stabbed in the face, but he's expected to recover. They say that deputy saw the two suspects attempting to start a fire at the gas station before that confrontation. The parents of a 15-month-old Harupa Valley girl are now facing charges. The baby died from a fentanyl overdose. The 20-year-old mother has been charged with murder. 22-year-old father facing endangerment charges. Riverside County Sheriff's investigators cited evidence that allegedly shows that that couple was responsible for the fentanyl that was ingested. The two are scheduled to appear in court on Monday.
0: The KNX All Local is updated multiple times a day. But for the latest news and traffic, listen to KNX anytime on Alexa. By saying, hey Alexa, play KNX 1070. You can also listen on KNX1070.com or the Odyssey app, available on Android, Apple, or wherever you download your apps.